Why do you think that there is a rise in food festivals? I feel like there are so many more food festivals happening. What What do you think the guests are looking for? Well, I think uh, um, the variety. Also for people that can't travel that much and we would bring them the original food from all around the world and in an original way with the real ingredients, sourcing, all of that. I think they are noticing it and that's why I think it's very successful. Hi, I'm Cindy Simmons and this is See the World with Cindy Simmons. The whole goal of this podcast is to take you on an eye-opening journey and explore everything that SeaWorld has to offer. And I mean everything because, you know, when you think of SeaWorld, you might first think about marine life or theme parks, but something you may not know is how amazing their food is. I can speak from experience because I know I have had lobster mac and cheese, mini churro bites, um, a really yummy, spicy poke bowl last um, summer when we went, when we went last year, everything is so good. It's some of the best food that I've ever experienced. In fact, I tell everyone, oh, you think you know SeaWorld? No, you need to eat at SeaWorld. So I am super excited to learn about how SeaWorld is elevating theme park food, what it takes to manage and cook for millions, and how SeaWorld's culinary team is giving back to the community. So let's grab a spoon and dig in because joining us today is Alessio Celery. He is the executive chef at SeaWorld Orlando. Buongiorno, Alessio. Buongiorno. Ciao. How are you? Why does it sound so much better when you say it? (laughs) No, you did great. You did great. Okay, so is that the correct greeting in Italian? Yes, that's in the morning. And uh, in the evening would be buonasera. Buonasera. Okay. So how do you say I am really hungry and I know I'm going to keep being hungry uh, every minute that we spend together? (laughs) Come to SeaWorld. (laughs) (laughs) So Alessio, I want to start with, obviously you are the executive chef at SeaWorld Orlando, but I want to kind of just start from the beginning of Obviously, you can tell by your beautiful accent that you are from Italy. I would love to just kind of get your story of how you started and how you ended up here. Sure. Um, Well, actually, I I did grow up uh, in South Italy. I was lucky enough to travel to the States. And believe it or not, um, when I was only four or five years old, my first trip uh, to Florida I went to SeaWorld. Really? And yep. So, and that was so funny because once I had the opportunity, SeaWorld was flirting with me prior hiring me for a couple months. Mm -hmm. So when I told my mom, it was really like a dream came true. And it's my first uh, uh, theme park where I work. So it was um, unreal. And um, being here again after over 30 years, it brought so many memories and flashbacks. And so I still can't believe it. Wow. So when you were a little boy growing up in Italy, did you always want to be a chef? Uh, Kind of. I actually wanted to live in the United States um, because I was lucky enough to have a double citizenship from birth. My mom is American. Um, But we grew up in Italy, yes. And um, I really wanted, I, I was lucky to travel a lot in Italy and Europe, but I was really uh, intrigued by the States and I wanted to visit more and more and more. And I finally made it here. So you made it here. And then how did you connect with SeaWorld? 
Um, well, actually, one of our food and beverage director, uh, we had some um, um, people in common, and um, I was so lucky that they they spoke uh, very well about me, and um, and I this food and beverage director wanted uh, to bring me here in uh, SeaWorld because they had a wonderful project that they wanted to share with me, and uh, it suited me perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, with uh, elevating restaurants and menus from banquets to fine dining restaurant, fast pace, uh, um, fast food service restaurants in the park. So, so much. And I'm kind of hyperactive and I like to be very busy. And plus, you know, in a wonderful theme park. So it was like the perfect setup for me. So you mentioned earlier about elevating food. I have to be totally transparent. When I went to my first Seven Seas Food Festival with my family last year, I really didn't know what to expect. I, I think I just never thought SeaWorld and food together. We walked away, especially my husband, because my husband is the foodie in our in our family. And But all of us, my children even, we all walked away after trying so many new and different dishes. It's probably some of the best food I've ever had at a theme park. My husband said the same thing. And now it is one of the main things that I tell friends and family, like if you haven't eaten at Mm -hmm. SeaWorld, you are missing out. So tell us, how did that happen? How has food become elevated in the theme park industry? Yeah, I agree. Um, Coming from Michelin star restaurant background and a lot of other concepts, I was impressed as well. The culinary team is incredible um, at SeaWorld. And um, I was able to, and I'm still able to, let's say, put my, my, bring my knowledge and, you know, my two cents on the table. Um, and I realized that, that the people are hungry for um, better quality, for better looking food and following the trends. So it's fantastic to see that in a theme park where you can not only find the classic uh, theme park um, food, but also the chance to discover more. And um, that's where I was lucky enough to travel around the world. And so I can put some of all my uh, background and ideas to work with all the support of all these fantastic cooks and, again, culinary team here. Like... um, an example is um, cooking from scratch. It's, it's so simple. But nowadays, where everybody's always running with not enough time, it, it's, it's very hard to find places where they actually cook from scratch. And that's right down my aisle. And uh, to, to do something like that in a theme park where you have thousands and thousands of people every day, it's very um, satisfying. I'm sorry, my English. Satisfying. Oh, very satisfying, good. Yes. <laughs> very close. <laughs> So to achieve uh, those goals is uh, incredible, you know, and yeah, well, I'm really proud of working here. So we're only getting better and better every day. Hey guys, I'm going to give you some cool little SeaWorld secrets during this episode. So here we go. Here's number one. Did you know that SeaWorld uses over 10,000 pounds of beef to make 1,000 meatballs per day for the Seven Seas Food Festival? Do you know the Italian flour that SeaWorld uses is caputo and it comes all the way from Naples? Why do you think that there 
is a rise in food festivals. I feel like there are so many more food festivals happening. What, what do you think the guests are looking for? Well, I think uh, um, the variety, um, especially probably, we were so busy even during COVID, right, at SeaWorld. Um, and I think uh, maybe also for people that can't travel that much, and we would bring them the original food from all around the world and in an original way with the real ingredients, sourcing, all of that. Um, I think they are noticing it, and that's why I think it's very successful. So speaking of food festivals, what is the Seven Seas Food Festival at SeaWorld? Well, in uh, our Seven Seas, it's uh, basically we present uh, food from um, a variety of uh, countries from all around the globe. And uh, every year we can add uh, and more uh, to the plate. So that's a lot of fun for me, for the culinary team, and also as a guest. So what is the inspiration for this year's event? So we go from um, countries like uh, Mexico, Polynesia, Italy, the Gulf Coast, Asia, Ireland, different uh, menus. There are, some of them are original, real original recipes, real original using different great ingredients. So the flavors are, are just uh, fantastic. Plus, we bring some, um, a little bit of uh, innovation, adding maybe a particular presentation to it or a little twist, our own twist on it. So you have innovation, you have new recipes. You mentioned earlier about cooking from scratch. How in the world do you cook for the masses, for so many people? I mean, what do you have, like 875 members on your culinary team? True. Um, <laughs> no, you're right. But we do have uh, um, an incredible team and we were able to purchase uh, fantastic equipment that also allow us to do so and to also hold some of the um, items during through the park and to guarantee a certain, you know, the quality and the texture of our product. So that helps a lot. Also the team, we have like an incredible bakery where we make everything from scratch, from bread, pizza dough, cakes, uh, all kinds of sweets and treats. So that's a very busy department. One of the things department. we love here on the podcast so, yeah. is getting right kind of like a sneak peek. Yeah. I want to stop talking about this, Can you give us any little sneak peeks or background on some of the new dishes or experiences? Well, a sneak peek, um, I don't know if I should say it, but uh, so we are planning an actual from scratch Italian restaurant, pizzeria, with uh, our own homemade dough and homemade breadsticks and focaccia breads. So a lot of carbs, but only... You had me at carbs and breadsticks <laughs> and bread, everything carbs. <laughs> well, imagine imported flour from Italy and extra virgin olive oil and sea salt. It's all you need. Really basic ingredients, but... And the people love them. I already tested some of this um, food around the park for special events, and people can definitely tell when it's homemade, fresh. Oh. Do you yeah. have three dishes? If you, I know there's so many, obviously, but if you had to pick three of your favorites from the Seven Seas Food Festival, what would your three be? I would start from Ireland, from a classic recipe. My wife is Irish and Scottish. So I did um, corned beef mm -hmm. served with uh, cornbread, 
the classic cabbage, carrots and potato with a Irish uh, Jameson whiskey glaze, and it's incredible. I just love that so much. And um, my next choice would be uh, from the North Atlantic, the sear scallop served with um, tapioca couscous risotto, served with uh, Vermont cheddar and a scallion pesto. Those are incredible. The scallops, it's a big hit around the park. And my third one, I will go probably with a hot mozzarella. It's a, we buy this fresh mozzarella, ovoline, and uh, we soak them uh, um, by order when the guest comes to the, to the Italian market and in a hot, um, like salty water. And uh, we make this cheese uh, become like fondant, melting, and we pour it on a um, grilled, grilled bread, and we do a cherry tomato oreganata, a very simple salad, like cher- fresh cherry tomato, shallots, oregano, and then melting cheese is just incredible. Oh my goodness! Yeah. <laughs> Literally, my two favorite things in the world are cheese and bread. <laughs> Same. so you are speaking my love language i know this is going to be a silly question because in my brain there is no food left over but what happens to all of the food that doesn't get used i know uh this is something that when i learned about it was really um i was really proud of um so this uh, second harvest food bank it's an incredible initiative and i had no idea I learned so much from SeaWorld and what it, they do for the community. Um, sometimes there's an example, we have some items in our warehouse that are very slow moving. Mm-hmm. So SeaWorld uh, donates them so that they can go to the children and family needs. So I think that's fantastic. I love that so much. Hey guys, it's time for another SeaWorld fun food factoid. Did you know the extra virgin olive oil that SeaWorld uses comes from centenary olive trees in the Apulia region? It's in the southeast of Italy, right there in that little boot. So Alessio, every podcast for SeaWorld, we end with asking this one question. Usually it is, what is the best thing you have seen in the world? But I feel like because we're talking all things food and I'm super hungry right now, I thought I would ask you instead, what is the best thing you've eaten in the world? doesn't have to be at SeaWorld. It can be anything you've ever eaten in the entire world. That's, I'm going to give you an answer, but I'm going to pick one. But this is one answer that so many friends ask me. And I, I'm really, I never give an answer because every day I wake up and I have a different favorite item. Every day, because there's so many amazing things out there that I like to keep my, you know, to stay open-minded. And there's, there's occasions for different food. It's always, or wherever you, you, you are around the world, I think wherever you are around the world, you want to try the, the local. Um, that's why in, at SeaWorld, it's so important that we source these ingredients and, and we showcase them at their peak of their quality. It's like traveling around the world, but here, staying at home. Um, I will go with uh, a bluefin uh, toro sashimi that I tried in, a, in Japan. And um, 
So it's something pretty close uh, with the poke tuna that we're actually serving at the uh, Seven Seas oh, in Polynesia. Yeah. Oh, Alessio, thank you so much for your oh, time. You. We cannot wait to eat our way through SeaWorld. I appreciate it so much. Looking forward to seeing you around the park. Well, I, I'm looking forward to seeing you and eating. Um, I'm not probably going to eat with you because you'll be very busy, but I am excited to eat. And now, of course, I am super hungry. I cannot wait to go to the Seven Seas Food Festival. This will be my family's second year that we have gone, and we are all excited to get our eat on. And as usual, I have learned something again, and I hope you did too. I'm Cindy Simmons, and make sure to join us on the next See the World when we chat about all things coral reefs. And as always, be sure to check out SeaWorld.com. Select your favorite park to stay in the loop on all of the great things happening at SeaWorld. And lastly, it would mean so much to me. It would actually mean the world to me. See what I did there. If you subscribed, left a review, and shared this podcast with all of your wonderful friends. Thanks for tuning in, and we will see you next time. Did you know the sea salt that SeaWorld uses comes from Trapani? It's a city north of Marsala. It's right there in northwest Sicily. 